We are still coming to you live from the Sentin Convention Center at the 15th BRICS Summit. I am Ethel Mangobeni. I'm currently sitting with Ambassador Vusima Vimbela representing South Africa in Brazil. Good afternoon and welcome to Ubuntu Radio. Thank you. What are some of um, the interventions that you are bringing uh, to the BRICS Summit? No, in fact, we started preparations uh, some time back uh, for BRICS and BRICS participation. One of the things that uh, we have done together with uh, the Department of Trade and Industry and Cooperation was to select Brazilian companies uh, that we thought uh, could benefit South Africa uh, for those companies to come to BRICS. So we selected a number of, of companies that are here now mm-hmm. uh, that are pas- participating in BRICS because of of our assessment of what impact they can have if they invest in South Africa. I mean, some of those companies are companies uh, uh, in the biofuel industry. Mm. You know, Mm. uh, Brazil uh, is one of the most uh, developed countries when it comes to biofuels because, you know, their energy mix is not like ours. Brazilians don't have coal. They don't have coal in Brazil. so. The bulk of their energy mix will be your hydro. They've got rivers, they've got waterfalls, and so on. And then also biofuels. Uh, Biofuels uh, is big in Brazil because Brazil uh, is amongst the five uh, biggest food-producing countries in the world and food-exporting countries in the world. So they've got a lot of raw material which they can use for biofuels. As you know, here in South Africa, you know, one of the arguments is about biofuels is that, no, but people are hungry. It threatens food security. If you take sugar and then you want to turn it into energy, what are we going to eat? What are we going to export? If you take maize and turn it into biofuels, what are people going to eat? We don't have enough food. In Brazil, that's not an issue because Brazil, as I say, they are amongst the five biggest food producers. So. They're amongst the biggest five food exporters, you know. So there's, there's production uh, for biofuels and there's, there's production for consumption. So it's not an issue. So this is one of the biggest things that we can learn from the president because their technology, when it comes to that, is cutting edge. Another technology that they have, which is amongst the best in the world, is in agriculture, mm-hmm. generally. Um, You know, the Brazilians decided long time ago that they were going to uh, export uh, thousands of students to go and study in the best universities around the world, especially in agriculture. Those students, they came back and established an institution called Embrapa, a research institution on agriculture. So their research on agriculture is cutting edge Mm. in the world. And these are some of the things that we're trying to import uh, into South Africa. These are some of the skills that we're trying to, tra- 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 to, to get in South Africa. 
We are also looking forward to um, the uh, climate change conference coming up in December. And you have already mentioned uh, that uh, people are worried that if we go the route of biofuel, what are people going to eat? What, in your view, can be done in order for us to strike the balance between food security and and, uh, maintaining uh, the good climate change? Well, I think it's technology. Mm. Uh, again, research and development and technology. Science, I think science is the way to go now. And as I say, Brazil has got the best science because they've dedicated so much time and so much resources in actually developing those. So to strike a balance about whether we need uh, production for food or we need production for fuel is that we must increase the rate of our production and the capacity of our production so that we can be able to feed enough people uh, and, and at the same time be able to reserve uh, some of these materials for, for the production of energy. What can we learn from uh, the Brazilian aviation industry? I don't know if you are aware uh, that Embraer, which is a Brazilian uh, company, mm. uh, supplies many of the ec- airlines here in South Africa with aircrafts. I, I don't know if you are aware, but the bulk of, of the aircrafts, small and, and medium-sized aircrafts in South Africa actually come from Brazil. And they've got an, an office here. Mm. And we're talking to them about the fact that, you know, in, in the near future, they must think about production in South Africa. Because they're they are supplying not only South Africa, but in Southern Africa you know, from South Africa and so on. So if you talk about the aviation industry, that's one of the things that that we can learn. These are some of the things that we can encourage uh, in terms of that. This will be the first time back in South Africa for President Alula. What can we expect from his second term? Oh, (laughs) you know, when when, when, uh, President Lula got elected, even before he got elected, in his statement, if you go back to his statement, he talks big about South-South cooperation mm-hmm. and about cooperation with the African continent. Uh, he is on record as saying that uh, Brazil owes the African continent. He says Brazil owes the African continent because of the many Africans who were taken out of the African continent as slaves. And those are the Africans that built the economy of Brazil, that built Brazil to what it is today. So it's very strong on Africa-Brazil relations. So him coming here, he's coming with that motto uh, in mind that he needs to strengthen relations between uh, the African continent and Brazil. So South Africa being... Uh, one of those countries in the African continent is a big thing. And apart from anything, you know, another thing that is working in our favor now in the African continent is the establishment of the free trade area. Mm. Brazil wants the African market for its export. As I told you that they're amongst the biggest food producing countries. They want to export into the African country. So they need that market. Brazil so far has been trading on a bilateral basis with individual countries. But now it wants to trade with the entire African continent through the free trade area because that will facilitate the trade with the African continent.
And lastly, as we conclude our discussion, what can you tell us about the revitalization of IPSA? About the what? The revitalization of IPSA. IPSA? Yes. That's one of the things that uh, uh, President Lula talked about even before he got re-elected. And, and, and as you know, by the way, Brazil is the chair of IPSA uh, this year, 2023. So I think the focus now has been on BRICS because of all the other things happening and the war in Ukraine and so on. But I think soon after this, Brazil will go back to the IPSA and say, what do we do within IPSA? Mm. Because uh, uh, President Lula's uh, approach is that, you know, if we need IPSA, even as a voice within BRICS, if we can meet as South Africa, as India, and Brazil, and discuss and iron out our differences. By the time we come to BRICS, we're actually a stronger voice. You know, we have dealt with our differences. So IPSA is going to be positive in that sense that it would not just for, for IPSA's sake, but also in terms of what IPSA can impact on the BRICS agenda. Ambassador Mavimbela, thank you so much for joining us at Ubuntu Radio Studios. We wish you all the best in the next three days. Thank you very much. My pleasure. You are welcome. Sure.